Hello. Hello. Welcome to First Time Parent Podcast. My name is Christopher. My name is Jessica. We are the BWs and we are having, having a, a baby. baby. And we are slowly and surely working out what we've got ourselves in for. <laughs> very, very slowly, I might add. No, but we're doing all right. not quick enough considering how close it seems to be getting. Yeah. As we're recording this, how long have we got until baby comes out? Well, according to the cute little chalkboard sign that we have hanging up across the room, uh, where it has a little picture of a stalk and the weeks until baby is due, it currently says seven weeks. Oh. Uh, it has that uh, that noise after it as well. Yeah. It says seven weeks and then it's going to go, ah! <laughs> oh, we're doing okay. You're doing okay, aren't you? I'm, do- I'm doing okay. Doing mm. okay. Just okay. Just okay. Just okay at the moment. Starting We're, to show. <laughs> I think I think we've definitely gone past that point now. There's no hiding the fact that I am pregnant. Nothing that I am wearing is covering it up. Not that I want to cover it up, but in the second trimester, I was able to wear flowy things and people would look at me possibly and go, is she? Isn't she? But now it's just, yeah, she's totally mm-hmm. pregnant. <laughs> On today's episode, we're talking about... We are speaking 24 to 27 weeks yeah. of pregnancy. So for us, that's around mid-February to mid-March time. Mm, it was busy, <laughs> wasn't it? It started, it started getting busy. It started to get busy. So Lots of this, things started happening. This is our 25-week midwife appointment. We also took a trip to a mother care event. Oh, yes, a baby event. Yes. That was good, wasn't it? Yes. So we'll speak, we'll speak all things this time. So 24 to 27 weeks. Mm. Let's go. All right. Well, enjoy the show. If you're enjoying listening to it, make sure you give us a tweet or a tag on Facebook at FTPPUK whilst you're listening. And we will see you at the end. See you soon. Bye. Twenty-four to twenty-seven weeks. Yes. How big is it? Size of baby. Twenty-four weeks. Size of an ear of corn. Oh, oh. <laughs> a corn on the cob. Yeah. My initials are cob. They are. Well and I'm done. a corny boy. <laughs> oh. You married me. It's true. It's your own fault. I like sweet corn. Oh. 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 <laughs> Oh, I make myself sick. <laughs> uh, 25 weeks. Oh, so if it was in I don't know this. If it was an ear of corn, that's quite long. Quite big. Is, is it going to be a parsnip? No, we've gone to something a bit rounder now. It weighs as much as a swede. Oh, I love swede. This is you good do. for me. I don't particularly. Is, it, is the next one a 25, 26 weeks, a cantaloupe melon? No, a red cabbage. Oh, I don't like red cabbage. No. I really don't like no, red cabbage. Me neither. Red cabbage is the kind of vegetable that ruins other vegetables. Like coleslaw. Uh, no, red cabbage is the reason I don't like coleslaw. <laughs> I'm not a fan of cabbage regardless of what colour it is. But is a red cabbage and a green cabbage a completely different size? Oh, yes. <laughs>
No, no, I'm asking because why are they saying red cabbage when it could be a green one? Yeah. Yeah. Just being very specific again, I'm just yeah. saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, 27 weeks, what do you think? Uh, cantaloupe melon. No, it's quite oh. similar. Heavy as a head. Green cabbage. <laughs> Heavy as a head of cauliflower. Oh, I love cauliflower. Well, three out of four is not bad. Yeah, yeah. They're, at least we knew what these ones were this week. Yeah, and you don't <laughs> eat any of them, do you? Corn on the cob. Oh, you eat corn on the cob. <laughs> I could be forced to eat a bit of cauliflower, I suppose. If you had to name <laughs> the baby after a vegetable, what vegetable name would you name it now i know there are some people who will be calling their babies vegetable names vegetable if there was if there was a vegetable name what would you call it i've got one that i think is quite cool okay you need to start this off then because i haven't a clue do you know what i would call (laughs) if i had to call my baby the name after a vegetable Mm. okra okra is quite a cute name don't look at me like that they can hear your disdain I've Okra's got, cute. I've got no way out of this, have I? <laughs> An okra. What would you call it? Mm. Bean. Bean's quite cute. Bean's cute. Bean's cute. <sighs> and we are we we are restricted to vegetables, not fruits. Well, fruit. Well, yeah. No, no. The thing is, fruit. A fruit name like strawberry is quite a nice we name. Know a we know a strawberry. We do know a strawberry. Um, a brother called Pip. Hey, boy. <laughs> Um, I'm just gonna have to pick yeah, something, fruit. aren't I? Pick what shall I call it? Broccoli. No, that's quite a pretentious vegetable name, isn't it? Well, you are asked. I'm it telling. Was, I don't uh, think. Oh, what's your son slash daughter called? A broccoli. <laughs> I wonder if someone well and truly don't, is called if broccoli. If you're called broccoli, please don't email us. Oh, we're so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, but it was your choice. <laughs> Artichoke. <laughs> right, we need to steer away from this now. Oh, there's not much room in this conversation for hey. these kind of jokes. <laughs> Where were we? <sighs> so we've done the, we've done the size of the baby at this point. Um, there's a few different development things that are going on throughout these weeks. So during this time, the baby is testing its facial expressions. Can you imagine that? Little babies inside just pulling these little faces. Might be hearing me going, what are you doing? And pulling like a face of disdain. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Why are you saying that? Mum, why why are you shouting at those drivers? Ugh, why are you you eating that for? I don't know that word. What's that word mean? (laughs) Never mind. (laughs) Oh dear, this baby has facial expressions already. That's terrifying. This baby is going to be learning some language. (laughs) No, it's... Yeah. Yeah, it is. I'll we live in you, South well, London, Jess. <laughs> uh, it's getting more baby fat. So that like chubby baby kind of look that, that, that they have mm. is developing more of that at this time. And the te- it, It's around about this time. Not that we've done it, but people go for the 3D scans, isn't it? I mean, you can go kind of any time, but these mm. are the ones that you get and they like really look like a baby. Well, it's mm. a baby. It's baby. It's only four or five weeks away from pretty much being fully formed. It's crazy. I believe twenty-four weeks. 24 Everything's in place. Weeks, isn't it? Everything's in place, and they say that around this point, although it would be very early, it's a viable baby that yeah. it can survive yeah, yeah, prematurely yeah. if given the right care, which it, it, it obviously it would. Could, we know it could a few happen. 
we know a few neonatal nurses and it's babies around this time that they and, and even earlier that they, they look after so it's mm. it's amazing to think that it could survive at this point and and yeah we know there's there's a, a lot of people who sadly don't but at the same time it, it, it it's could. a life it's, it's mm. every time i think about it it's mind-blowing yeah, the ba- the baby's developed enough to give it ser- to to give itself a potential chance if if something were to happen. That's mm. that's astounding. Uh, during this time, see the ta- exactly the taste buds are fully developed developed by this point. What really? <laughs> yeah, I had no idea. But yeah, it's ridiculous. I'd never even thought that the baby has to have taste buds. Like my right now, that's the first time I realised that tiny thing inside you has got to have taste buds. This this That's this crazy. baby is tasting what I'm eating, uh, so it's developing dominoes. my my sense of food, which is possibly not great. Which is why which is why they do tell you to eat a varied diet and try and give the baby as many different things as possible whilst you are pregnant. So you, that uh, it, uh, you doing that? I started off really well, and then baby wants. Well, baby wants. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> baby wants a whole slab of Cadbury's dairy milk. <laughs> baby, go and get it. <laughs> no, I'm really trying not you to. Mean, uh, I'm really trying not to. You mean you, don't you? Yeah, yeah. I think I mean me. <laughs> Poor baby's being used as an excuse. Uh, what's the other thing that we saw? <gasps> babies having dreams. Oh. So the baby's got its eyes closed and it's doing all the fluttery eye stuff <laughs> blinking <laughs> you mean blinking blinking i'm not sure if it's blinking at this oh, point God, doing that fluttery eye stuff again what do you mean blinking so it can see what's the is it the rem thing when you're sort of dreaming think i thought i saw you is that rem i don't know different 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 thing we're talking about anyway <laughs> babies having dreams goodness know what knows what a baby's dreaming about inside your womb outside escaping it's gonna have a shock if he's thinking dreaming of that <laughs> what would you think well we can ask it one day do you say that there was something i read recently that some people believe that children can their earliest memory is from in the womb it's crazy isn't it i don't know how much of that i believe see i used to think that i had that memory but then i realized no it's just because i watched the film look who's talking I've never seen it. Have you not seen it? I mean, I must have seen it, but I can't remember it. And your mum shoved you in a cupboard under the stairs, didn't she? So all you can remember is just darkness. <laughs> no, no, no. At the beginning of those films, <laughs> there's like this, there's a scene where it all happens inside. <laughs> and it, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's the film that becomes your memory. You think you can remember being inside the womb. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure if that's a true or not. I don't think it is, is it? I'd, I'd be fascinated to learn and to know a little bit more about it. And I'm sure one, one day it'll be proven either way. But it's crazy, isn't it? I've heard that you're not really meant to have much recollection of memories until you're about three years old. Mm, that's, that's when I was under the impression mm. that an average person will start remembering things. I can't remember my... like I, It would take me a while to work out what was my earliest memory. I've got memories from when I was a child. It's funny as well. I can't remember. I have no context of what age I was. When you get told about you growing up as a baby, when your mum and dad tell you stories about the little things you used to do or say or your first words, the more you get told certain things, 
the more they become your own memories you think you can see them and remember them because you've had the picture painted for you so beautifully at times Mm. and I think I think that's partly what it is it must be there's so many little stories that I know my mum and dad have told me about you know little things that I used to do that I think I remember them like being uh, after learning to walk I was obsessed with going up and down stairs. Now I can remember going up and down stairs everywhere, whether or not I can actually remember it or whether it's because they've painted the picture of it. I don't know. It's just little things. Mm. It's interesting. It's really fascinating. So midwife appointments. This is our 25-week midwife appointment. This is one of the last ones that we have, and then you start going fortnightly, isn't it? Because you have about one a month, wasn't it? Mm. It was. We've, got, it a couple, we've got a couple of monthly ones, and then yeah. and then it starts to happen. So 25 weeks. It's the same as before, pretty much. Uh, so and that's the show. Thank you for listening, everyone. No, I was about to say, with a few added additions... <laughs> There was a crowd. <laughs> there was an audience watching. Again, that's not what I meant. Oh. I I did live stream it. What? You did record the heartbeat. I did. One. Oh, this is the heart. Oh, this, this is, is the, the heartbeat one where you oh, managed right. to record it because the first time we heard it there, we were so taken aback we didn't record it. But, but not, this time not, we were prepared. You're not meant to record it. Well, it was only the voice note. We weren't there with the yeah, camera no. or anything. No, no, no. It's yeah, a little <laughs> audio recording as I'll pop, mm, as I've just. Mm. Uh, I will put it in or I've just put it in. I haven't decided on the sound effects yet. <laughs> it's in every week. But you did send me another one, didn't you? I did. That was from... A couple of weeks ago. Not last week, the week mm. before. And that was when you couldn't be there because you were yeah. busy. So I sent you the luck. Hang on. Wait, 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 wait. That sounds like I was just... No, a... you were working. I was I was gigging. I couldn't yeah, do it. you were working. It's fine. Uh, so this particular one, 25 week checks the heart rate as it has done before now i just want to skip back to something that i said last week about heart rate i went off on a bit of a tangent about something that we got taught at an antenatal class do you remember and i said i said um (laughs) i said something a bit silly about during labor about the baby stopping breathing when you have a contraction What I meant to say, now I have fact-checked this with someone who is training to be a midwife, (laughs) is it's the baby's heart rate that slows down during a contraction because it's getting squeezed. So it just, it squeezes it a little bit because your whole body is squeezing throughout the contraction or around there. And then it should all get back to normal again once the contraction is done and the midwives are there monitoring that as it goes so just to correct my silliness from before baby doesn't stop breathing the heart rate just slows slightly during a contraction anyway back to our midwife appointment so what was different about this one then so this one was different because the first time it happened she measured my tummy and I wasn't expecting it And then you went into the midwife's appointment. No, no, it was the first time that she gets the little tape measure out and measures from the top, the top of your 
your tummy to quite close to your private area. Uh, and that's called the fundal height. <laughs> the fu- the I, fundal you've never, height. You've never told me that before. What? That it's it called was a called fun- the fundal height. <laughs> it is. That's that's oh, how it's, it's recorded on your notes. Just going to go and see your fundal height. <laughs> <laughs> This has become a little bit of a, like a, a sticking point now for every appointment. I didn't realise when I was in there and she was measuring it that there is like a, a guide that they look at for the correct measurement at this time. So at that point, I was measuring 26 centimetres from the top to the bottom. And it wasn't until I went to work later that day and I spoke to the girls there and I said, oh, I had my tummy measured for the first time today. If it felt a bit weird. I didn't I didn't like it. It was, you know, not judgmental as such, but it just made me feel a bit big. And they said, oh, what was it? And I told them that it was 26, uh, 26, 26 centimetres. Look, right. <laughs> you, child friendly, come on. 26 centimetres. And they said, oh, that's great. That's spot on. I went, what do you mean that's spot on? How do you know? And apparently the rule is, is if you're at 25 weeks, for instance, which is uh, the appointment where we were, 25 weeks, you sh- if you are measuring absolutely correctly, your tummy should be measuring 25 centimetres. Is that just coincidence or is there some science behind it? I'm not sure about the science. This is just the fact that I, I didn't really... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really I didn't really ask on that but so the 25 weeks is the spot on 25 centimeters that you're meant to measure yeah. and then they allow two centimeters I believe either side of that for you to go into so it could have been anything between hang on maths 20 23 to mm, it's two either side isn't it yeah yeah I think so 23 to 27 centimetres and they would say that's a perfect measurement we haven't got any need to think that your baby is not growing correctly or we don't think that or we think your baby's growing too quickly so that's the little guideline and I had no idea so now every time I go I'm like is it measuring all right have I eaten too much chocolate (laughs) it's been okay so far you're doing all right. You're doing I'm absolutely doing, great. I'm doing all right, but it's it's silly the little things that you hold on to and you stress about. And it I, was, <laughs> it was interesting to find out that's what it was, and I didn't know that. Was, I didn't know they were going to measure your tummy. No, of I course they're no, going to measure your tummy. I had no, <laughs> but idea. I had no idea. The thing is, is when measure she, my tummy too. When she measured it and said that's brilliant, that's okay. She didn't tell me why. It was only my friends at work later that said that's why. So I'm quite I'm quite thankful for them to, to telling me. Otherwise, <laughs> I would never have known. Um, what I'll, else? What happened? else? What else? What else? Let's have a little look. I was advised at this point to book our antenatal classes. Yes, I forgot we hadn't booked them then. So this was only February March time, but because they get so busy, they advise you to book in advance, and because they get booked in a block blocks of months mm. we needed to look at either booking in the april ones or the may ones and, and we're due in june and we're due in june i didn't want to hold off till may because what if what if it happened early and we hadn't been know. to any of the classes so it turned out one of the people at the classes well we'll talk about them again but one of the people at the classes she was due like next week <laughs> she was due oh, really yeah. quick and the thing so is, I, i'm happy we yeah. didn't leave it that long 
if you miss the boat and don't get booked in early, you could potentially end up having to wait until the last minute or mm. you may miss it altogether. My, these, my are the, these are the NHS antenatal classes yeah. as well. So that it might be different if you do NTT. I think that's a, a, a group that you can do. But these are the NHS yeah. classes. Yeah. My friend said that she tried to book on to her antenatal classes in her area. Perhaps she hadn't been advised to do it quick enough. But she said, oh, yeah, they gave me um, they gave me dates for the um, antenatal classes after he was due. <laughs> <laughs> is that true? Yeah. No way. Uh, yeah, yeah. She was like, what point's that? <laughs> what? what, what? <laughs> Just checking that this happened. No. <laughs> <laughs> so we booked those dates. We booked our antenatal classes for the month of April, which was good. I was looking forward to them. I think it was, it, it's not going back to school. I was quite, and um, I was quite anxious about it all, but it wasn't, it was really informative. And I think it, mm. as a guy, especially, it almost feels like this is the moment that you really learn about what happens. It's good. I, I was really looking forward to it. And I was pleased that it, when, when it happened, again, we're going to sort of do a little mini series about it, but it was quite exciting that I actually got to learn, like properly mm. learn everything. And and it was in layman's terms, a lot of it as well. Yes, there yeah. was a lot of technical terms, but actually it was, this is this happening. This is why. Da, da, da. And I think when she said book onto them now before you miss them, again, quite anxious about that, but actually we were fine. And it was yeah. really useful. And it's inc- again, it's incredible. We pay our taxes for the NHS, but it's free. You You don't have to pay for them. It's crazy that all of this is provided if, to you. And if it you just haven't done it before, what? Why not go and attend these? Because you're getting information that y- y- you need. Do people not go? Some you surely people, you have some to. Some people don't go. Well, it's not compulsory. It's your choice. Well, if, I you mean, if you're having you a baby, go. <laughs> Maybe that's why they're all booked up. People are just going to them because they because <laughs> they want to go. <laughs> what are you doing tonight, Tracy? Oh, I was just go to antenatal class. Oh, are you expecting? No, oh. something to do in it. <laughs> No, I, I just, I, I personally wouldn't want to miss out on that opportunity to learn about this. Every little scrap of information I can get, yeah. I feel like I need, I need to drink it in. Mm. Uh, yeah, so I, I'd, I'd be mad, it would be mad to miss it. What else happened at these maternity uh, appointments? At uh, the midwife. Oh, the only other thing that was slightly different was she had to check in with me that I'd had my jabs. So the flu jab that I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, which tick, yes, I had. She also wanted to check in with me that I had had my whooping cough. Whooping cough? Whooping cough vaccination. Cool whip. <laughs> which I had done at that point. So after the 20-week scan, our doctors sent a letter to advise me to get back down there to have the whooping <laughs> whooping Pink cough vaccine <laughs> which i which i did and again they sped that really quickly and got that sorted after the 20 week scan it's just another one to protect baby from getting whooping cough <laughs> i think you've said whooping cough enough and i'm really enjoying it can you tell yeah because i live with you and every morning you go whooping good morning <laughs> Although I think as a baby, I may have had it. Oh, I'm going to say it again. Hoping I cough. think I may have had, had it. So I, it's really important that 
that this baby... Yeah, it's probably something got. you should find out, really. I have actually messaged mum to double check because I have a really weak chest and I'm always prone to chest infections. And before that, I ended up with tonsillitis. And I, yeah, I just think I might have had a weak chest area. And it, perhaps it's where I was a premature baby. Who knows? But I definitely wanted to make sure I didn't miss this vaccine for this little one. Mm. Yeah. There was a test you did as well at the maternity appointments, wasn't it? A urine test. Yes. And what did it show? Thanks for bringing that one up. Mm, did it sting a bit? <laughs> it was time for an infection. So normally you ask me how I'm feeling throughout. Yeah. At these but I know points. how you are feeling at this but point. But you know how I was feeling at this point. <laughs> well, after I found out about the urine infection, it wasn't too good. Let's just let's just start with this. It's very common. Mm-hmm. It happens to a lot of girls. <laughs> it's not a big deal. <laughs> so no, it's not. Every every midwife you have to take a urine sample. Mm? Every midwife appointment, sorry, you have to take a urine. Oh, every sample. meeting I go and take one. I just just stay there. Yeah, come just on, ask me. Go. Just just to check. Just over a morning coffee. Yeah, yeah. Well, you'd have to pour it over. You can put it in, but. Uh, it's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so she tests that every time and she's able to see there and then if there's something amiss and she did say to me hey, are you feeling all right are you are you having any symptoms and I wasn't sure to be honest I didn't really think I had I, and the few days before I might have started feeling a little uncomfortable down there and she said well, it's probably a bit of thrush uh, which is she, very common for pregnant women. Which is very, very common. For, Considering for, there's a lot of stuff going on down there, isn't mm, it? There's a lot of stuff. And obviously, I've mentioned one of my main things is the consistent need to have a wee. Mm, so it's once not, or twice. So it's not surprising that I've ended up with a bit of a problem. Um, so she said to me, she advised me to treat uh, thrush, but she was going to send it off for analysis at the labs. Uh, I got the cream and everything and treated that. And then she rang me the next week and said, no, it's not thrush. It's actually a urine infection, which is obviously on the inside rather than the outside. So I then had to have a course of antibiotics uh, prescribed for me. The thing is, is this urine infection, I wasn't really aware of until she told me. The first time I was really uncomfortable was having taken the antibiotics and then it flushing it out of my system. That was when I was really uncomfortable and I, 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 it was hurting. Uh, yeah, that was not a fun time. But apparently urine infections and all sorts of things down there just go hand in hand with pregnancy. And considering I've never really suffered with it at all, it was all new to me, and I'll have to say I wasn't a fan. No, it, 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 there wasn't really much I could help you with, apart from buy cranberry juice. Which I did drink excessively. And you showered in it. But it, <laughs> it, I can, I mean, it's, I can only imagine how uncomfortable it was for you, but I could tell mm. how uncomfortable it was for you. Mm. So talk me through how it felt. Was it just when you go to the toilet? Was it just every five minutes a pulsating horrible pain? or Bernie, what was it? Tell me about it. Burn, baby, burn. <laughs> There's no disco inferno. Wee, wee, inferno. <laughs> yeah, like I said, when the when it started flushing out, it did become a bit burny and painful. 
I kind I said at the time, didn't I? I wish they hadn't told me because until this point I hadn't been this uncomfortable and now I'm making it better and flushing it out. That's when I'm feeling it. Yeah, you've got to get rid of it though, haven't you? Of course. I'm, I am only joking, but it did feel like that at the time. I was a bit mad. I was like, she could have just left me. She could have left me alone. <laughs> but you got that sorted pretty sharp. Got that sorted. The antibiotics cleared all of that up and I was back to normal within... The, the week or so so that was mm. absolutely fine the one thing though that did make me laugh was when they gave me the antibiotics they said by the way a common side effect is it might give you thrush <laughs> i went are you kidding isn't this not what we're trying to avoid it's an endless cycle <laughs> yeah luckily it didn't but yeah well i'm glad you're not feeling horrible anymore no, not no, not with that. Not with that. <laughs> There's so much more to come. <laughs> Yay! So we did something pretty normal, but pretty cool during this time. We went to our first baby-to-be and mum-and-to-be and new parent events, didn't we? First time parent event. Yeah. Yeah. At Mothercare in Charlton. It was really cool. It was. It's just, I suppose it's just a big marketing event, really. But we didn't realise there were going to be lots of providers there and mm -hmm. care providers and activity providers, but also specialists in their field, whether it be hypnobirthing, baby first aid, classes around the borough, and also a lot of Mothercare staff there to educate us on sleep things and prams and car seats and the incredible world of how much money you're going to spend which makes me want to run away <laughs> run away <laughs> it's very useful though i would highly recommend going oh, to these events. this was one of the best things that i think we've done so far it's free so why not mm. you were a bit apprehensive weren't you when we went into it because you didn't know what to expect they didn't give us a huge amount of detail about how the evening was going to go and you weren't sure you know when there's lots of no, talks that's, and things yeah. it can come across as a bit pa i don't i, I don't want to be patronized to i just want to be educated there's exactly. a difference and i and i'm always excited to learn i want to learn mm. as many things as i can not only going to be a dad and i've got no idea but i mean in general i like learning about every situation i like knowing the right uh ingredients no that's not right the right information <laughs> ingredients is food again um i like knowing as much as i can about a certain situation whether it's a sport or a job or a, a, you know i don't know a, an event i like knowing everything so that i can get it right so that i can be my best thing that one looks silly so do you? Do, well, it's not even about <laughs> it's not about that it's that I want to make sure that the information that I get is correct. Yeah. So going to this, I was really excited, but I wanted to make sure that I wasn't like, oh, as a dad, you're going to be doing this, aren't you, darling? No, just talk to me like a normal person, because mm. I'm as much as this as a uh, you are. There was a certain element of that at yeah, this, with some of the different bad. people. But what I said to the you was... If we come out of this event with one scrap of information... It was worth going to. Exactly. That yeah. we didn't know before, it was totally worth it. Had and we came out with bags of information. Had a bag of crisps. That was nice. Hmm? Lovely. Actually, they did, have, they did have food and drink there if we wanted it. Yeah, I know. That's yeah. why I said it. Yeah. It's so, nice. 
this we're only talking about Mother Care. I know that there are places like this. That, uh, I think Mamas and Papas yeah. do it as well. Yeah. Um, we. I was walking past and I saw that they they had a, a expectant parent event. I think it was called. And I thought, oh, okay. And I and we didn't know anything at that time about car seats or prams. And I thought it was just, it was a it was a, a like an after hours event where it was a little bit quieter. You can go around, have a look around, and do that, which it was. Mm-hmm. But it, it was a lot more formulaic than I thought it was going to be. There was I, a structure yeah, to the evening. I didn't I didn't realize it was going to be like that. And there wasn't a huge amount of information that it was going to be like that before we did it. You sign up online. They've got about 60 spaces, depending on places. Um, you tell them when you want to go. There's, I think that at the time there was one or two in, in a space of about six weeks. And then uh, you just turn up. Yeah, so it was But about... it's a good job we turned up at the beginning, because if we turned up late, we would have missed You would have missed a it. Lot of it. So I think and people between, did turn up late, because it, it wasn't between five clear. and seven of an evening, something like that? Six and eight, five and seven. Yeah, some, something like that. Seven and nine, maybe. Yeah. Maybe seven and nine. Can't remember. Anyway. It was dark. <laughs> It was dark at that time. So you, you arrive at the beginning of the evening and you sign in and you get given a little structure of how the evening's going to work. And it starts off, you can visit all the little uh, stands. So the providers from the area that had come to give you their information about their said things. So whether it's hypnobirthing or first aid, they were all there ready to talk to. And then... Once everybody had arrived, they did like a big group chat where everybody sat down and they got on the microphone and those providers introduced themselves and what they offer and the services they offer in the area. And then they told us how they were going to structure the rest of the evening. So there were three three stations that we would be split into three groups for and we would rotate around the shop. And that was... Waxing... Haircuts (laughs) Haircuts <laughs> and leg shaves. Have I got the wrong? Yeah, definitely yeah. the wrong one. Uh, pram demonstrations. Oh, that was it. Yeah, sorry, it sounds the same as waxing. <laughs> sounds exactly the same. Yeah. Uh, car seat safety and sleeping safety. They were the three ones that they rotated our groups around. And then afterwards, you could go back around and talk to people again. Yeah, it was. It wasn't a free for all afterwards, but it was like an invited Q and A. But it. I think the only one that was a little bit marketing was actually the Brams. And it was more to say, look, this is the Mother Care own brand, which is great. Mm-hmm. If you want a, something a little bit more expensive that does this, this is this, and then this is the top of the range. So it was quite interesting mm. for that. They were quite fair. So obviously yeah, they pushed their own, but then they used another brand as well. So that that's quite good. They're not just out to sell no. sell you well, their the stuff. Well, the other two things were safety yeah, right. things. Yeah, and then the car seat safety, which I oh, think car personally seats, car was, seats the, are incredible. was the best one. I, I think we learned so much from that particular session. If you don't know, when it comes to babies and car seats, there's lots of different styles. And I don't just mean there's lots of different makes. I mean, there's one that you strap into the car with the seatbelt of the car. Then there's one that you fix with like a clamp to the bottom of the seat. Then there's one that you do seat belts, but no clamp. But the the actual car seat is permanent. You can't take it out and like carry it like you see dads taking the baby out and stuff. Like then there's one that's the, the whole chair spins around so they never have to leave. Mm. Then there's ones that you can pick up and put on the framework of a pram so you don't have to have a pram. What's that noise? It's the foxes outside the window. I thought there was a goose in the room then. <laughs> 
Anyway, back to the mother carrot. It was it was really good. We had some one on one time with people that provide information and education to parents to be. It's brilliant. And they give you the packs afterwards as well. So the little, uh, the, the three sections that it was split into, you then get given a pack. So there's a there's a. What do you mean a pack? A pack of leaflets? pack of leaflets. So there's uh, a sleep safety one. There's a transporting your baby one. So all the stuff that you learn is still actually bullet pointed in here for you if you forget any of it. Because let's face it, we can't retain all the information that we're given and it's well, all here. Like we said, I get very overwhelmed at it this. Is. It's just a lot and I don't cope very well with situations where there's a lot of people and it's just intense. It's a lot. And I was a little bit worried about that. But having those to back it up and actually the staff said, any questions, just come on in. doesn't matter if you don't want to buy something, just come and ask. Mm. And that was really cool. And we did that as well, particularly with yeah. the car seat stuff. Yeah. We had a few questions that we needed to ask and we went over to the lady that had given the talk. And my goodness, she was so, so helpful and so friendly. It was so nice to, to chat to her as well, uh, just about about everything about her, her experience working those particular events and also working in that shop and the things that she'd seen and you know talking to her on a on a level where i'm i'm saying to her oh it's so nice to speak to you like this because this is also overwhelming and a few weeks ago i couldn't have really strung a sentence together about car seats because i didn't understand it and it was making me hormonal and i was crying and you know bless her she said you know, there are some women that come into this sh- that come into the shop at certain points in their pregnancy and have full meltdowns because it is so overwhelming. That word again, I know we say it so much, but having to learn about prams, car seats, how to swaddle your baby, all these things, it's just it's just intense, and it, it, you have to do every little thing. As a bite-sized chunk, I think. Otherwise, you're just gonna be that lady in the shop that has a meltdown. Oh, dad in the shop. Or dad, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Both either can have a meltdown. Do you know what I quite <laughs> liked about Mother Care? What is they had, and of course they have this decent toilets and decent parent and child changing facilities. Mm. Of course they're gonna have that. I don't know if every Mother Care does, but ours is one of the flagship ones. Yeah, there's not many Mother Cares left. I think they said there were only about eight big standalone stores left in the country. And ours is one of them in Charlton. It was great. Uh, for those of you not in Britain, Mother Care is a parent store. Everything from cots to prams to buggies to beds to bedding to clothes to toys, really. And they've got, the one in Charlton's got an event space as well, which is good. They're not sponsoring us at all. This is just no, not at two all. people who went to it. And because Could sponsor us, Mother Care, yeah, if you're listening. What? Hey. Hey, girl. <laughs> no, it, it's local to us. It's yeah. the local sh- the local shop where we will be able to go and get things. So it just it's makes like, sense. It's in the we resale went. park, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. We really enjoyed it and it was informative. There were providers such as um, Daisy First Aid was there, who we actually have been trained in paediatric first aid already mm-hmm. Yeah. because we work at Children's Centre. So that was nice to see uh, the team from Daisy. There was a hypnobirthing specialist there mm-hmm. as well. Do you, did you talk to her? I can't remember. She gave she, Everyone got a little kind of, hey, this is me. This is what I do. Yeah. They even had a microphone. Uh, <laughs> and they kind of presented who they were, which was really interesting. 
So the hypnobirthing lady was there. There was the first aid team. Uh, toddler Sense. Toddler Sense, which there. is a, a multi-sensory weekly class for babies and toddlers. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. You also found out about local activities I for did. parents. So the Greenwich midwife team, uh, a representative from there, was available to speak to. And she had just general information on a few bits and pieces. One of those was uh, aquanatal classes, which are going on at the local pool. And I hadn't heard about them before. And I like to have a swim. So I thought I'd investigate about it. Turns out these aquanatal classes are free for uh, pregnant ladies in, in this area, in the Greenwich area. And all I had to do was ring up, inquire a little bit and sign up and go and try the first one, which I've done. And I've been going regularly now, haven't I? Yeah, she just floods the bathroom every <laughs> night and just goes, I'm just going aquanatal again, babe. And then I'll... <laughs> aquanatal again, babe, is yeah, that? Yeah, oh, aquanatal, we're going to splash in. I wonder when... <laughs> I wonder when Jelma was going to come out. Splish, splash, I'm having a babe. That is great, though. This is a free class that I can go to. Amazing. And really, it's really good. Me, it's made me realise how lovely it is to step into the water and take the weight off of the bump. It is such a relief because the heavier it gets, the heavier you feel. And the minute you step into that water, oh, it's just bliss. And then you are doing some gentle exercises at the same time just to help you keep moving and any exercise that you can do will just help your body whilst it's changing obviously you have to be really careful with the exercise that you do do in pregnancy but this is brilliant because it's in water and it changes changes everything so i'd highly recommend if you have got these in your area to have a little look at them because they're great mm. and yeah i wouldn't have found out about these classes if it weren't for her being at that mother care event. yeah I think in general, depending on where you are in the world and the country, your local authority is going to be different. Of course. We're very lucky in Greenwich, in the Royal Borough of Greenwich. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Brilliant. And they're really easy to kind of contact. But one of the best pieces of advice I think I could give at this point of our journey so far is research your local authority and what they will provide to expectant parents. Mm -hmm. You pay your council tax for a reason. It's all there for it. It's amazing the resources that are there even if it's just a Q&A group uh, there's, they've invited us to go to breastfeeding groups just to go and see what it's like that's something that we're not so sure on the you, you kind of stance yet and we haven't made a decision either way talking about it to the team they're like well actually just go and talk to them about it mm. the best thing you can do is go and talk to people who are having that experience and that's why we're doing this podcast really isn't it is because we looked for something like this and we didn't find it so we made it yeah yeah. exactly i looked for a baby i couldn't find one so i made one <laughs> but it's true and i think it is there's lots of different things from from parent groups to support groups as well if you're struggling or if you're a single parent or anything like that there's groups and there's communities that will help you get through it and even something like this we don't know how we're going to react when the baby's actually here we might fall to pieces who knows who knows you might flood the bathroom just to go swimming <laughs> I thought I was at the pool. And that is now slide. I like a slide. <laughs> Where's all my armbands? Oh, Jelmo's back. I've missed you, Jelmo. Yeah, me too. How are you doing? Very good, thank you. Ah, oh, my baby's doing really well. 
Oh, sorry, Jess, you're still here. Sorry, hi. Hi. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Hey, Dad to be. Yeah. Oh, oh no, come you on. You know what time it is. Uh, it's uh, 10 to 10. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, it's past my bedtime. Yeah. You can't stay awake for anything at the moment. <laughs> but I know what you want now. <laughs> you do know what I want. What you really, really... Uh, okay. Is it time for dad jokes? Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm not confident about this. <laughs> I'm not confident about this. What, the joke or the section Life. in general? <laughs> well, it's too late for that now, isn't it? Um, okay. Right. So, again, these are silly jokes that you... You're testing my prowess to be a, a funny dad. Is that right? Yep. Okay. What's brown and sticky? I don't know. What's brown and sticky? A stick. Oh. Okay. A furniture store keeps calling me. <laughs> All I wanted was one night stand. <laughs> <laughs> People don't like having to bend over to get their drinks. We really need to raise the bar. Oh, God. That's rubbish. That's rubbish. You were telling him. That's it. Hey, come on. <laughs> I thought about going on an all almond diet. It's yeah. just nuts. Oh. <laughs> I like that one. Uh, <laughs> knock, knock. Who's there? The interrupting cow. The interrupting Moo. cow. Oh. <laughs> kind of didn't even want to give you that then. <laughs> Just to put all of these dad jokes into context, right? Jess and I are professional playwrights. We are <laughs> playwrights who specialise in children's theatre and pantomimes. So these jokes should be better than this. <laughs> and our scripts are very good. <laughs> we promise. <laughs> we promise. But I'm not showing it off with these dad <laughs> Is the, ba- is the baby kicking with the funny jokes? Baby's been asleep throughout the whole of this. Oh, do you know what? One of my favourite jokes. I used to love the Vicar of Dibley. Well, I still do love the Vicar of Dibley, but at the end of it, they used to, um, they used to, Alice used to tell a joke, oh, didn't she? This yeah. is one of them, my favourite ends. It's almost, for me, it's equivalent to the SNL cold opens <laughs> or things like that. It's the same, or the Brooklyn Nine-Nine cold opens. And then, at the end, you'd get a cold finish. It'd always be Alice uh, telling Vicar yeah. a joke. And my favourite one. Oh, God, I hope I get this right. There were three nuns in a car driving through Transylvania. And they were driving through Transylvania. And all of a sudden, a vampire jumps out in front of them and gets in the way. And one nun says to the other, oh, quick, you've got to get out and show them your cross. So she jumps out and goes, get out of the bloody way! (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Does that count as a dad joke? If you want. Yay! I thought it was really funny!
So that's the end of episode six. Episode six is done. Done, done, done. Midwife done, done, done. done. Mother care done. Urine infection done. Yeah, that is really done as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you've, you. You've cleaned it right up. Thanks. Thanks, love. We're really enjoying doing this. If you have any stories or tales that are similar to us, then do get in touch at we are our, no do get in touch at and then that sounded like I meant like a Twitter name, but what I mean is drop us an email. <laughs> firsttimeparentpod at gmail.com. That's firsttimeparentpod at gmail.com. Have you had a urine infection when you're pregnant? Have you got a good dad joke? Could be anything. Could be absolutely anything. Could be anything. I mean, not anything <laughs> related to the show. That'd be great. Yeah, first time and parent stuff or pregnancy stuff, everything. Yep. We are working on being available on Apple as well, by the way. Anyone <laughs> asking, I promise you. But if you go to anchor.fm, well, I mean, you'll listen to it. Why am I telling you? It's absolutely pointless. <laughs> but please do suggest that your friends come and listen. We love it. We like the fact that lots of people around the world are listening to us. It's very, very humbling and kind. So thank you very much for all of your support. And if you like it, Give us a review. If you like it, give us a thumbs up and tell all your friends to listen. And if you don't like it, please don't tell us because I might us. cry. Yeah, she's, she's way too emotional <laughs> for that. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to be back next week and we're almost, almost caught up. I think next so week will be the close. last one until we're like now. I think we can I think we can make, make mm. it to present just about, just about. Well, we're going we're gonna to have to start stockpiling these in case you go into labour. I know. I mean, you are going to go into labour at some point. <laughs> Just not, not quite I yet. I am? Not quite yet. Shush. What, what? I think we need to wrap up. I haven't come to terms with it yet. <laughs> you haven't come to full terms with it yet. It's <laughs> a good joke. We'll see you next week. Make sure you give us a tweet at FTPPUK. Follow us on Instagram as well at FTPPUK. And shout us out on Facebook at First Time Parent Podcast. We will see you all next week. Thank you very much, everybody. Goodbye. Bye.